0: You guys ready for this one? Are you sure? You are listening to the Decluttering Club Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mueller, and it's my mission to equip women to declutter their homes, their time, and their lives so that they can cherish what truly matters. Welcome to Decluttering Club Podcast episode number 10. This is 50 Things to Declutter This Week, part two. Okay. So in the last episode, I shared with you the first 30 items on this list, and that was getting super long. So I decided to wrap it up and continue on with the last 20 items on the list today. And if you haven't heard that episode, feel free to go back and listen. It's episode number nine. Okay. But the reason that, again, that I put together this list of things is because sometimes you just want some ideas. Like what are the easy things? What are the simple things, if you have a couple of minutes or maybe you wanted to vote an afternoon, what are some ways that you can dig into decluttering? Well, when you have this list, um, this should keep you busy for quite a while. And I just challenge you to see how many you can do, okay? All right, so we are moving on with item number 31 on the list. All right, number 31, games with missing pieces. Okay. Do you have a game uh, maybe it's a board game or maybe it's some other kind of game that's just missing half the pieces Now yeah, you could go and replace them for sure. But do you have a whole bunch of games and then you never end up playing half of them? This is a great time to decide, you know, this, this game maybe really isn't cutting it for us. Maybe this is something that we can just let go of. Okay. Um, next one on the list. Puzzles with missing pieces. Now, it's really hard to do a puzzle with missing pieces. In fact, some people cannot stand it. Like, it makes them crazy. They really, really, really hate when there's a puzzle that doesn't have the right pieces. So I encourage you to just let those go. Now, if you want to donate those, maybe you have a note that said, this is missing two pieces, you know, so just be aware. Someone might enjoy that, I think, right? That is a possibility, but um, but don't keep them in your house. Like these things are so easy to replace and so easy to come by. There's no reason to hang on to things like this that are not complete. All right, next item on the list number uh, we're gonna, number thirty three, wrapping paper scraps. <laughs> okay, the ultra frugal among us may like to keep wrapping paper. Maybe you're reusing wrapping paper, or maybe you're hanging on to it, and um, wrapping paper. Is something that you really like. If you really care about your gifts being nicely wrapped, then there's probably some wrapping paper in your collection, in your stash, that you don't really like using because you know it's gonna rip, it's gonna tear, it's the wrong color, or whatever. Um, Or maybe you're just hanging on to the odds and ends. This is a perfect time to just let them go, say goodbye, put them in the recycle, all right? Freshen up that wrapping paper stash, or maybe you have more than enough. Let all that stuff go. All right. Number 34. You guys ready for this one? Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Unused craft supplies. If you are a crafter, or maybe you're not a crafter like me, and you've purchased some craft supplies over time, and then they sit in the cupboard or they sit in the craft closet. Uh, maybe you've got them on sale. Maybe you had the best intentions of using them, but you just haven't. Well, Now's a good time to pack them all up and say goodbye. Find someone who wants them. Maybe you donate them. Maybe they just need to go in the trash. It really depends. But um, this is similar to um, some of the other things in terms of like the magazines that we talked about earlier, where unused supplies like this can really generate a lot of guilt for us. And I don't want that for you. I want you to let all that stuff go right? And you can let it go. You can use what you are already using, or maybe you do want to go shopping, but just be careful not to keep things just because you think you're supposed to, or because you feel guilty. Nobody got time for that. Our houses are not meant to be, um, be places to just keep things forever and ever just in case, right? This is like magazines. The ideas will come, There will be more ideas. You will want to go buy new craft supplies. So maybe you make a rule that says, going forward, I'm only going to buy supplies that I actually use. Um, Or maybe you don't, but maybe you say, you know, when I bring new craft supplies home, I'm going to have to get rid of an equal quantity to free up the space. All right, this is really important. Stick with me on that one. Next one on the list, outdated textbooks and reference manuals. This is your, you know, how to use Windows 95 manual. And, you know, the, the, nurse book te- the nursing textbook from 1999, it's no longer useful. Maybe it belongs in a museum. Um, these kinds of things, we tend to hang on to them because they feel like proof of that work that we did, right? It's like we worked hard for that degree or for, you know, for the diploma. And the books are proof. That we got that and of that time in our lives. Well, the books may feel like proof, but just because you have a a, a nursing textbook doesn't make you a nurse. You can give me a nursing textbook and it won't make me a nurse, right? And the same thing, vice versa. If you are a nurse um, or you have textbooks from whatever, like you don't need those textbooks to prove that you accomplished that goal, Okay, and so it may be uh, you know it may be challenging, but if you want the space, um, or if you're ready to say goodbye to that those items, you can free up so much space, and it doesn't make you any less of that thing, just because you let go of the notes or the books or things like that. Okay, next one on the list: um, unused garden tools. Now this could go in the category of gadgets, or maybe it is. Um, Just more like things that you're just, you no longer use. Maybe they're worn out and rusty, or maybe they're just not something that is useful for you anymore. These are fantastic things to give away or donate, um, but just like let them go. Free up that space in your shed, in your garage, um, and then you'll be able to access the things that you do use on a regular basis. Um, Okay, next on the list old cell phones. Now, you can recycle these. Um, You know, there's lots of places that you can recycle it. I highly recommend Googling, you know, where can I recycle old cell phones near me? Um, But just get them out of the house. Like, why are we keeping these things? They're just taking up space. Like, let's let them go. Um, If it's still a relatively recent one, you may even be able to sell it for a couple bucks. Probably not for a whole lot, but um, it's just something that we can free up that space. Um, Next on the list, old cameras old cameras. Now, this can be, you know, depending on how attached you are, maybe you do want to try selling it. It's really hard to sell this kind of stuff, unless it is like a true antique, or maybe it was highly valuable. Um, For the most part, it's really hard to actually get some money for this, but the thing is, they're just taking up space. Um, If we're not using them, then why do we have them in our house, right? Take a look, see if you're ready to let those things go. Um, old eyeglasses. Now, if these, if you have these and they're in decent condition, you can donate them. Uh, you can ask your local optometrist. There may be a donation box. Um, there's different organizations that will recycle old eyeglasses. So you might want to spend a little time looking for that. Uh, if they're super scratched up though, there's really nothing you can do about them. They're not, um, they're not usable by other people. So you really want to kind of take that into account when you are donating. Um, and then the next one on my list, worn out shoes. Do not wear shoes. Do not keep shoes that are not in good condition. It's not good for your feet. It's not good for walking. Maybe you have one pair for the yard work or or painting or something like that. But in general, let's let go of those shoes that are either worn out or that we just can't wear because they're not comfortable for us. Let them go. Life is too short to wear shoes that do not feel good on our feet. And here are the last 10. We're in the home stretch here. Okay. Um, The next one on the list is plastic bags. Okay. Um, Sometimes we bring these home from the store and they just pile up and up and up and up. And if your collection is growing, kind of like the scratch paper, If your stash of plastic bags is only growing, just get rid of it. Take it. If you can recycle it, get it out of the house. Um, Do not let it continue to grow. And maybe consider using reusable bags so that that stash doesn't grow and doesn't take up all that space. And it's just really kind of like, I don't know about you, but I do not like the feeling of plastic bags, especially a drawer full of them. So, See if you can free up some space with that. Okay, next thing on the list old trophies. <laughs> old trophies. Why do they give out so many trophies? I don't know. I mean, everybody loves getting a trophy, it's super fun for kids, but um, they take up space, take up a lot of space. And over time, it's just not quite that important to us anymore. A lot of people will like to take off the nameplate. If there's an engraved plate on the trophy, maybe you want to take off the nameplate and um, you can donate the trophy or maybe it just needs to go in the trash. Um, You can do a little research there if you want, but these are things that um, tend to become less and less important over time. Maybe you do have a few that are super important, but are they all important? And would you rather have the space as opposed to the old trophy? Okay. Okay. Next on the list, notes from college courses. This one goes along with the, uh, with the textbooks and reference materials. But um, you know, again, those notes, are you going to look back at them? Why are you keeping them? Are you just keeping them because, because you hadn't thought about it? Or are you keeping them because they're important to you and because you want to look back at them and because you find them useful and valuable? Those are two very different reasons, right? We want you. I want you to do things on purpose, with intention. And so if you're keeping them just sort of by default, that's not at all on purpose. And I want you to evaluate, and ask yourself, like, is this actually serving me? Maybe I don't need the proof of this. And maybe I, you know, maybe I do enjoy them. Maybe you want to look through them really quickly, spend a little bit of time, page through your notes. Um, but then maybe it is time to let go and you can move on right? The more we try to stay stuck, uh, you know, with things from the past, the more we miss out on what's going on in the present, all right? And I know everyone, because we're human beings, we're all worried about missing out. That's why we hang on to things. We're like, what if I need it? Maybe I'll need it later. I don't want to miss out. Well, guess what? You're missing out if if you have your your feet firmly planted in yesterday. You're missing out on today. And I promise there are things going on today that you do want to take advantage of, that you do want to take note of, and you're not going to see them if you're so busy or you're so distracted with what happened yesterday and last week and last month. Okay. So just keep that in mind. All right. Next one on the list, tired out pillows, pillows. Why do we keep yucky old pillows? Pillows are very inexpensive. You can replace them. Um, It's just not a nice thing to keep around over time. Donate them to the animal shelter if you want, Um, but freshen up your pillows and get rid of the old ones. Um, Next one, worn out furniture. Worn out furniture. Are you keeping something that you just don't know how to get rid of or because you have had it for ages and ages and ages? This is a lovely time to take a look and replace the things that you don't like that aren't serving you. Maybe they don't even fit very well. Maybe you're just storing them. Um, Just see, you could free up so much space by decluttering old furniture, all right? That's a really good one to do. All right, this is the home stretch. Old store loyalty cards. Um, You know, maybe you have this as the grocery store or the the pharmacy, the drugstore. A lot of them now have like an app that you can use or that you can enter your phone number, but if they're kind of cluttering, if your keychain or your wallet or your purse, now is a great time to, to sort through them and get rid of the ones that you're not using or that you don't need, All right? That's just a little one, but um, it can make a difference. Okay, looking at my list here, ticket stubs. Um, I know ticket stubs are a favorite thing to keep for some people you know, and there's nothing wrong with keeping them. But again, if they're not serving you, if you're not actually using them, and maybe they're taking up a lot of room, like maybe you're just ready to let them go. Okay. Um, Expired coupons. Again, this is going back to like maybe the extreme couponing phase. Maybe you have a lot of coupons. Um, If coupons are a thing that you do spend some time on, just make sure you keep it updated. You keep it fresh. You go through the old ones. I remember my mom mom used to do this when I was growing up. She would pull out her coupons every couple weeks, maybe once a month, and go through and get rid of the ones that she didn't use, right? And that way, it was so much easier to find the ones that she did want when the time came. All right. Um, Okay. This is 49 holiday decor that you didn't use this year, or let's say last year right? So if you had Halloween decorations or Christmas decorations or, you know, birthday party decorations and you didn't pull it out and use it, maybe that's a good sign that you don't really need it and you're ready to move on, right? It's okay to freshen things up. We don't have to keep things and use them over and over and over again. And you're going to free up space. I promise you, let it go. Let's bring in the new. All right. And the very last one on the list is one that could be very challenging. So you, again, these are only suggestions and I want you to decide that this is right for you, but um, it is books that are falling apart. Okay. Books that are falling apart. Now, some people really do not ever want to let go of a book, right? But what, the way I think about it is that the, the story in a book is not in the book, it's not like this is paper and ink. The book is made up of paper and ink and it has words printed on the pages, but there's no way to get rid of that story. As long as that story lives on in another copy of the book, story is never going to be lost. Or maybe there's even digital copies. Okay. And it is a terrible tragedy. If you're reading a book and it's missing pages, that's like the worst thing ever. And I almost feel like that dishonors the story if the book is not in good condition um you know i would never want to pass on i would never donate a book that's not in good condition with all the pages present because i wouldn't want the, someone else to have that to buy that book and then discover they couldn't finish the story right so i feel it's it's actually our duty to properly dispose of books that are not in good condition um and maybe that looks like maybe for you it's like burning the book to, you know, to maybe give it a different farewell. Maybe you recycle it. Some of you might want to turn them into crafts, right? That is a common thing to do. And if that's your thing, fantastic. Amazing. But don't just hang on to them just because they're books and books are supposed to be somehow different. Okay. Um, I think it's more important for us to to keep things on purpose and maybe to keep the stories alive, right? And maybe you even go and let's say you you have a copy of a book that is falling apart, maybe you recycle that or maybe you burn it, you know, and give it a nice farewell and then you buy a new copy and donate that one if you really want to pass that story on. Right? But let's not just keep things just because and the thing about books is if if you have mold and mildew in, in a book, it can actually kind of spread to other books in your collection. So you really do wanna be aware of that and careful. Um, you don't wanna be breathing that stuff in, um, and it is not necessarily a good thing. So just be aware of that, all right? And again, these are all suggestions. You get to decide what you do with the things that you declutter. Declutter does not always mean trash. Um, lots of ways to declutter and you decide which of the things on this list are the right things for you to do, right? You get to make this work for you always, always. All right. It is raining. Cats and dogs here. Hopefully you've been able to hear me during this podcast. I'm going to sign off now and I will see you next week. Catch you later, everyone. Thanks so much. That's all we have for you today. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts? It would really help us get the word out. To start your decluttering journey, go to thedeclutteringclub.com forward slash start. That's the T H E declutteringclub.com forward slash start.